Are you looking for a resource to discuss all topics air conditioning? Well, you're in the right space. Join the Rawson boys as they discuss the hot topics and the cold hard facts. This is the Air Conditioning Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to the Air Conditioning Podcast where we discuss all things air conditioning, the hot topics and the cold hard facts, Brad. So happy. <laughs> ah, Zoom is good when it works, right? Oh, great. Jeez Louise. Anyways, we got there. Yeah, we got there in the end. Put on a happy face. <laughs> You're going to have beer soon. Oh my God. Uh, anyway, so um, aside from Zoom, how's your week been so far? Oh, pretty f- but anyway. <laughs> oh, that bad, eh? Yeah, it's pretty bad. No, that's no good. But no, we'll get through it. You'll be all right. I'll be all right. I'll have a cry and I'll be okay. You need a cuddle, apparently. Yeah, right. Yeah. I need a big cuddle. You can feel the love coming through the speakers, can't you? People just yeah, yeah. embracing you at this point. Give me a big cuddle. Give me a pat on the back. Oh, yeah. You'll be all right, sunshine. Mm. Cheer up, buttercup. You'll be good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so... Um, yeah, we, we, we find it a bit harder at the moment to get some work in because uh, we've had some milder weather. We haven't had the really It's just starting to get chilly now, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of that in-between stage. We get cold one minute and, and mild the next. So yep. uh, that's all right. We will get there. But, um, and uh, just on the COVID front, just a, a quick uh, update. I've just listened to the update uh, out of Victoria. Not good. Not good at all. New cluster there, and uh, overnight they had 11 more cases. So that's just something that sort of developed out of the uh, like a, the Medi Hotel here in Adelaide yeah. and uh, went across and to the old Port Adelaide MTG. Yeah. So, um, and as it stands right now, 26 in total. Um, apparently, 80 venues have been recognised as being um, yeah. exposure sites now. That's not good. Which is not good. Um, so Victoria, as of midnight tonight, are going to a seven-day lockdown. Yeah, just what business needs, eh? Anyway, all over again. So our condolences to everyone who's going through that right now. Uh, four and a half hour wait at testing sites. Yeah. So um, I tried to book in for my vaccination. It's uh, a month away. Mm. So that's uh, what's going on. Is that does that mean they're busy or they're I don't know, they reckon the supplies are good, but they're just the rolling out is shit. Yeah, I don't know, it's just going so slow. Mm, anyway, anyway. Um, should we get on with the show, Brad? We should. All right, so guys, um, identifying a gap in the market and providing experience-based business assistance to business owners in the trade sector. The trade advisory group are made up of advisors with decades of personal experience in owning and operating successful trade businesses. They're a trusted business partner that offer the right tools and advice when it comes to overcoming problems and providing clarity to understanding your business, Brad. From the Trade Advisory Group, please welcome to the show, guys, Robert Wolf and Martin Howlett. How are you, guys? Good, fellas. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you? Going well. Not too bad. Going well. Um, this, to... is, uh, this is take two. Place so. <laughs> to hit record, doesn't it? <laughs> Let's just say that. Luckily, <laughs> didn't, we didn't get a half an hour into it. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been bad. Yeah. So, guys... Um, we love that so much, that story. But we'd love to hear it again. Um, but for our audience benefit, <laughs> um, can you tell us more about what you guys do? Sure. Um, like I said before, um, <laughs> we, uh, we um, 
we had a, an acreage business in Brisbane that we ran for 20 years and sold it at the beginning of 2020. Um, and then we decided, you know, had a bit of time off and decided what we're going to do next and put our skills together and thought, you know, we're really strong in the business aspect of the, of the business and started uh, trade advisory groups. So, you know, um, we've really worked on systems in trade advisory group to, to really target the trade-specific guys, help them run their business better, and we target it to, to um, you know, by having experience behind us that we've done that, we've grown a business and, and have the financial, you know, acumen behind us to, to really help the guys that are on the tools all the time and help them understand the numbers a bit better in their business. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you said you've been sort of uh, doing this for about 12 months now. Prior to that, you're in your own business and a lot yeah. of commercial work. Tell us more about the, the, uh, the back end of that business. Yeah, so that's um, the business was uh, uh, still is Ascot Air in Brisbane, and um, it's uh, a commercial air conditioning business. We we did um, a lot of commercial fit out type work, refurbishment work. That's uh, you know hopping into a, into a high rise in the city and, and fitting out floors or multiple floors or refurbishing buildings and, and that type of thing. So it was a very fast paced, high pressure. Uh, type work um, you know we had staff of about 50 anywhere at any time we'd bring some contractors in that would be you know 80 to 100 of subcontractors that would need sheet metal workers BMS contractors electricians it was a a very um, a lot of moving parts in that business yeah so, major <laughs> yeah so it uh, it um, the guys we had um, in the business we had really good staff and, and good people back and stuff so um, that's what that's what we did Great stuff. And, and just running a business uh, during that time around COVID was challenging enough. So I imagine you guys would have had your challenges. Yeah, well, it was funny. That's, yeah, that's when we were exiting. So it was yeah. our exit plan was to um, bring the management through. And that's something we've been working on for a few years. Um, and so it, was, yeah, it happened just before COVID hit. But, um, you know, we stayed there and supported them through that. And and we still we still support them to this day. And um and, uh, you know, help grow the business and work on things that, you know, sometimes they're not as familiar as what we are as, as a business owner. So. Mm, yeah. With your, uh, with your new business trade advisory group, um, are, you, are you sort of focusing around the HVAC or air conditioning type industry or are you, are you helping a whole uh, wide you know, range of people? Yeah, we work with all trades businesses, really. It tends to be more um, the services-based trades, so electricians, HVAC, air conditioning, uh, plumbing and hydraulic contractors. But we also work with some construction and landscaping businesses. Because oh, yeah. all, the, all the workflow is very similar. Everyone in all trades businesses have similar problems and similar yeah. um, issues that we can help with. So, yeah, we, we, we look after all, all types, really. Yeah, yeah. And is that, um, are you uh, just literally hands-on helping people systemize their businesses or um, do you have a, do you have like a, a, some sort of a platform that you use or are you just literally hands-on? Uh, a bit of both. So we've, um, we've partnered up with uh, Simpro and we're getting close with ServiceMate now as well to, to really systemize part of a lot of trades businesses that don't have that type of thing already. Yeah. Um, if they don't have that, we've got tools as well. So we've um, created a, a platform for ourselves that has about 100 odd documents in it. That's anything from cash flow to um, 
job costing tools to workplace health and safety, employment stuff, everything like that. And, and, and all of our clients get access to that. Um, mm. it's, it's a fair point portal that they, we all collaborate together. And, but we really work um, hands-on in the business. We understand the business intimately, understand what they're going through, the pressures. We don't keep it um, regimented where there's a monthly meeting and we go through things for four hours, see you later, we'll catch up next month. It's yeah. really constant help in the business. So. Mm. Um, and we like, we like to align ourselves as their business partners and really yeah. in the areas that they struggle with. So we, we refine what we offer to, to meet the needs of that business, you know? Yeah, okay. And yeah. Because some, some people might be really good at estimating or delivering jobs, but they might struggle with safety or financial. So we, we just, you know, we work on the needs that they Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's good. And having that sort of um, understanding of, of the way business operates that you both have, and and coming out the other side of the the COVID stuff, are you still are you finding now that you're still supporting businesses or clients that are, uh, are sort of navigating their way through the COVID stuff? Yeah, I think um, look, a lot of trades they went had that initial dip when COVID happened, but I think a lot, especially in Brisbane. It's been pretty buoyant, the market. So there's a lot of activity still happening. Um, it's more about the, the guys that, or the, the companies that realise there's a problem and they just don't know how to fix it. And mm -hmm. it's probably a problem they had prior to COVID. It is, well, it is a problem they had prior to COVID. So they don't, they don't understand really, but to work out what margin they need to make a profit, what sort of turnover they need to cover the expenses and the overheads that they've got and, and how that looks when it comes down to the real nitty-gritty, which is, you know, just estimating simple jobs. You know, what markup do you need to have? What margin does that look like? And how do you record that? So it's drilling down into those parts of the business that then trying to give them that understanding of what you need to do and don't always do it the way you, you've always done it because it's not working for you. So yeah, that's yeah. Mm. Is that a Is that a common thread through it, or with all the businesses, the trade businesses you've seen is, um, is around that um, what do I charge or... You know what? What are the what's the most common thing? I suppose that you know you find through through all the different businesses that you deal with. Yeah, I think um, I think part of the thing that uh, when a business contacts us, it's because there's a problem more yeah. than likely, or or you know if they've got or they want to grow or something like that, but more than likely it's a problem. Yeah. Um, so we really the first thing we do is um, do a real thorough financial assessment, understand what they're charging, understand what their margins are, understand what their turnover is, staff expenses. There's people out there that have got subscriptions to things that they just never use that yeah. can add up to thousands of dollars every year. Yeah. There's, you know, they've always charged this amount when they go to a service breakdown. Why not charge a bit more? You know, just get start to think a little bit differently so that you're covering your expenses because at the end of the day, some of them, a lot of businesses are just doing it for a wage. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, and we find a lot of trades businesses have often started from, from being good at their trade, their skill, whether it be electrical, hydraulic, air conditioning, and, and they're really good tradespeople, and they give that great solution, and they have good relationships with the clients, but they often struggle with the actual business management side and actually creating that you know, great service into a real profitable business and something they can grow and, and enjoy you know, without working all them hours and not having a, a you know a really good result at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. 
we're all trained uh, to be good tradies, but not so good in the, uh, we're not trained yeah. so much in the, the business side of the business, yeah. are we? Yeah, that's right. And I think it's, you know, part of TAFE should be, you know, half of it should be on the skill and half of it should be Oh, exactly. Yeah, 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 sure. Dead right. Um, and, and so you talk, when you um, first take on a client, you're sort of looking directly at the, their financials first to sort of break that and unpack it? Or do you, do you sort of have um, sort of just question time initially to sort of yeah. look at where, identify where their problem areas are? Yeah, definitely we have that um, question time. So we meet with them once or twice, whatever it needs, to understand exactly what's going on and what, what their needs are. Um, and then we, you know, not everyone's in the same basket, so we, we but more than likely it's a financial issue. Um, mm. um, if it's a systems issue, it's a, it's a pretty easy fix. We can fix that pretty quickly. Uh, a financial issue, it's a bit longer to turn the wheels on that. So, mm. yeah. Um, the clients we've had mainly so far, and we've only been going a short time, is, is mainly financial issues, and they're the ones that we get stuck into and break it down into really, um, it's not simple terms, but break it in, down into understandable areas that can, can quickly be changed without too much adjustment to the business. Mm, yeah, yeah. You think it would be um, uh, good advice for someone who was starting out uh, right from scratch, they've They've done their trade. They've maybe been in the business for 10 years or so and they're thinking, you know, maybe it's time to get out by myself. You think it would be a good idea for them to come and speak to someone like you guys prior yes. to actually <laughs> jump, taking that that step and, and jumping into it? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. So we work with existing businesses and businesses looking to exit, but a, a lot of what we do is we start up businesses as well. So guys, you know, just making sure they start off on the right track. And yeah. there's lots of elements to that. There's obviously the, the financial side of things, but really understanding how, how to price work properly. And, and, and like Rob said, you know, what margin they need to make on jobs and also helping them with sales and marketing, you know, get, getting the brand correct in the business, getting, mm -hmm. getting that message across, across to the client so they understand the client understands and they see a professional business in front of them. Mm. And then we work right through the sales process, give them the tools to estimate how to uh, uh, registers or, or procedures in, in order to actually manage that process. And then, then we, we work on the uh, HR side and the safety as well. So we mm. provide, we're, we're accredited safety advisors also. So yeah. we, can, we can provide all that backup with safety and, and really, um, debunk the, the myth of and the complicated side of safety. Yeah, I'm imagining you would have had a fair bit of experience in that side of things with the, doing the high-rise buildings and so forth. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a huge risk and it's, an, it's a risk that, you know, can affect you as a director. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. Exactly. Something to be across and understand it and, and make sure you're you know, keeping track and doing your toolbox talks and doing your having your safety, your swim's done right, and make sure the guys sign it. All those things come in yeah. handy if they're small, you know, and, yeah. and it's just like this anyway. Yeah. 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 Um, just on that, um, with the with your business, do you um, do you look at it as a customer, as a, as a, as a whole package? You're going to look at the whole thing, or do you have some customers that come to you and just say, look, I'm, I'm, I think the rest of my business is going okay. I need help on the, the HR side. Do you, do you just sort of break it down a little bit or are you just looking at the whole picture? Uh, well, I think that the three things that we really concentrate on, we find that we've, we've gone through this a bit with uh, starting this business actually, but 
Uh, the three things that we really concentrate on are the three things that we think are the biggest pain points in, in a trade business, and that's the business improvement section, which is where we really work on pretty much all aspects. Yeah. Um, the workplace health and safety, which Martin heads up and, and, and controls, make sure we can do that. So that can be on its own. You know, if you don't yeah. have to do something together, if you want to have health and safety persons look after your business, we can do that. And the other one is the systems integration. So putting uh, systems in place like Simpro, um, ServiceMate, and working with technology partners like that to really get the, the systems in the place and the visibility in your business right. Yeah, yeah. And marketing, um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Robert. You, I mean, you were saying before about the the marketing side, Martin. And and um, I mean, I, I guess there's there's lots of people listening who would um, either not have the time to invest in in marketing themselves, or solely relying on word of mouth or or referral. Yeah. How important yeah. is how important is marketing to any business? Well, like you just said. Word of mouth and referral is 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 great. That's key. You know, every every, every business needs that. Mm. But if you if you try and what we, what we do is we look at a strategic plan to start with, which might sound fancy, but we under we, we try and understand where the business is heading. You know, are they looking at new markets? Are they looking at uh, new ge geographical areas? Are they expanding into a um, a new type of service? So it's it's about positioning the business and understanding and creating that message forward. So and, and like I mentioned, that that needs to be in in all areas of the business. So it's the website, the email, um, correspondence, the proposals, um, yeah, and, and and the full message, if you like, that's that's going forward to the client. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's good advice. Right, right through, yeah. yeah. Um, and I noticed on your website, I mean, uh, marketing is obviously a, an important tool to have as, as part of your business. You've also got more technological type tools that you would perhaps introduce to, to, to some clients. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, we um, we have a, a few. So there's, there's obviously Simpro and ServiceMate, which which we look at, but we don't we don't think every every business needs that. Uh, we also have some uh, task management tools and um, spreadsheets and other, and other tools similar to that that helps a business owner manage their jobs, manage their quotations, and um, really drive that profit through. And we actually win a job to understand how to, how to actually seek that profit at the end of the job. But um, we're doing a lot with monday.com, which is a, a task management platform. It's really quite low cost. Yeah. And that, that's a great tool to systemize all aspects of your business, whether it be safety, uh, HR, HR side of things, um, toolbox talks and quotations. And that, that's a really quite a simple tool that we're, we're finding is, is great for a lot of trades businesses. Mm. Does, that, does that integrate with, say, Simpro or uh, ServiceMate, or is it a standalone? No, no it's a standalone thing. So... Yeah. Um, that allows you to, it, it does have an app that you can connect to on your phone. Yeah, I think I've seen it, yeah. What we found when our business was quite, quite large is we, we had Simpro and we had Zero, uh, and everybody, um, but we, you might have a few stakeholders working on a job where it's a lady in accounts or it's, it's somebody who's looking after the service side of things. But it's monday.com or that type of task management software is great at managing teams. So yep. to, to make sure everybody does their part on the project. So the estimator 
passes the information forward. You know, the certification, the, the O&M manuals are done, the service and the, you know, the recurring uh, jobs are done as far as uh, the uh, maintenance contracts and things like that. So, yep. so we've you know, def defined that tool and really got that down pat now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. I have seen that, but I didn't actually know what it did. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's funny, like anything new like that, it's a bit hesitant, but I mean, picked it up in like an hour. It's really simple to use. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. Mm. And customizable. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. A lot of these things are very customizable, aren't they? Uh, obviously, yeah. service mate and and uh, yeah. and Simpro, they really they really design their platform to be able to customize to all sorts of different businesses and business models. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Um, good. Digressing a little bit, um, business plans uh, obviously very important to all businesses, but probably the very few businesses around that I suppose really put a lot of energy and time into putting a business plan together. How important do you think a business plan is, guys? Um, I think it's important, but it just needs to be really simple and something that you're going to refer to. Yep. There's no good putting a 20-page document that goes into your drawer and you never look at it again. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think the business plan needs to be financially based, needs to understand what market you're going to attack and, and address, and, and then your goals that you want to achieve. And then it's great doing that, but it's no good doing that and then throwing it away. So it needs to be then measured regularly and then put some achievable targets in place. So yeah, I think yeah. that's the best way for a trade business, right? I don't think you need to be overcomplicated with it. Keep it really simple. If you want to grow, let's look at how that looks in the future. Yeah. So if you want to go from two guys to five guys to 10 guys, what does that look like? What capital mm -hmm. do you need to do that? What's your cash flow going to look like if you're starting to grow to that? And understand it before you get into just growing for yeah. growing, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. And so, is that done? Do you, do you tend to look at the the end game and then reverse engineer it, work backwards, or how? Or do you? Yeah, do you, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if they want to grow, just say part of that initial meeting is what do you want to, where do you want to get to? What does that look like to you? And that might be a lot of people say talking numbers of employees. A lot of people talking what they want to get out of the business, whether it's a new car or, you know, move house or pay their mortgage off. Uh, what does that look like? Turn that into dollars. Understand what that growth looks like and then work towards it in a systematic way that you're not over, over committing yourself to things yeah. that you can't afford. Yeah. That's where you're going to trouble. Make it achievable, yeah. 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 And I imagine you'd have those that are fearful about talking the numbers. I mean, you have to, I suppose. Um, yeah, I guess so. But I think people that are coming to you for help, they're pretty open, you know. Yeah. And so, um, like a lot of my clients now, they I've got full access to their zero um, accounting software. Yeah. And I track it all the time. And if there's a problem, I let them know, uh, you know, and and work on it with them. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah surprising how open people are. And, and it's, you know, um, it's, it's in our best interest to, to obviously be confidential about it. And, um, yeah. And treat it professionally, and uh, it's there to help them as well. Mm -hmm. You look at um, like obviously you look at um, zero. Um, does does zero have? And I'm not overly familiar with zero. Neither I know how to look up a job or whatever, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, does it have um, like re reporting that you can go? Look, I need to see what the business is doing here, here, and here. 
Can you can you yeah. print reports off like that through Zero? So Zero is uh, the accounting software, and it's really based on the the, the the business as a whole. So every month you can go in there and print, have a look at your profit and loss, have a look at it over the quarter. Yeah. But then also, you know, at a click of a button, you've got your balance sheet. So you know, which is vitally important as well. So you look at your balance sheet, understand what your your debitors are, your creditors are, understand where your cash flow is going to be. But we we export from zero to our own spreadsheet for cash flow. Because mm. um, that's something that's not done well in accounting software because the accounting software only has the information um, that's been put into it. Uh, yeah. So cash flow also has to deal with work that's coming up. So your, your work in progress. So we digest your, your Simpro or whatever software you've got, understand the jobs you've got in the pipeline, cash flow forecasts that out mm. onto a spreadsheet and, and people start to get a real good visibility. They'll say, oh, we've got that much money in the bank in a month's time, you know, and it's... Yeah. But yes, like any software, it's only as good as the information you put into it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah exactly. Um, guys, succession planning and, and, um, and exit planning, can you talk, tell us more about that? Um, and why that's important. Well, I think um, succession planning is is you know what 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 do you do when you leave the business? Um, so even though a lot of young guys and guys out there don't want to talk about um, or they're not interested in selling the business yet, it's about making the business less reliant on you. Um, so having systems in place so that if someone was to take over the business, it can keep going without you there. Um, it might not be perfect, but having those systems in place and working on that now makes it more attractive to whoever wants to buy the business in the future or how you decide to exit the business later on. So that's about as much success and planning as what we do at this present time, unless someone would come to us with that clear exit strategy that they want to achieve. Yeah. Uh, we would work on that specifically for them. Mm -hmm. It's about doing them small steps as well. It might take years to get to that point. So as we all know, these months and years go by pretty quick. So right. it's about just small, small baby steps as you as you go. And like Rob says, it's just getting the system, the business systemized. So anyone who comes in to take things over, or you know, whether it's a, a manager or a, um, a someone who's coming to buy the business, it needs to be systemized. You know, it needs yeah. to be everything needs to be understood and simple to get to. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And of those, uh, it's like it's very difficult to 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 imagine how to systemize a business. Um, it must it must take a, a long time to to do that. Is it is that something you think would happen over, uh, say, twelve months, two years, five years, ten years? I think I think it just depends at what stage uh, business is at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some people. Uh, some clients they systemize certain parts of the business very well, but yeah. others they might not do. So, um, if you're implementing some kind of software that can take anything from a few months to maybe six, 12 months to, to, to get um, sorted, but that, this, that software might only just manage the jobs, but you've then got to think about safety and financial yeah. and, you know, resources and how you manage people and all them systems are in place. Um, you know, and retaining staff through good communication and, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, it, yeah, it's an unknown quantity, really, but it's any, anywhere, I would say, from a few months to maybe 12 months. Yeah, and I think yeah, we yeah. learned a lot of that by, with um, the previous business we had, ISO 9001. 
So that really drills down into how the business is systemized and, and having to get that accreditation every year, um, you have to prove that you, you've got the business systemized to have that yeah. accreditation. Mm. Yeah. That's absolutely think, vital to growth. Yeah. If you want to grow the business, it's got to be systemized. Everybody's got to know their role. You know, everyone's got to know where the jobs are at, understand um, you know, every aspect of the business. Yeah. Otherwise, you can, you can scale the business and have more headaches and actually go backwards. And Yeah, that's you know, right. The stress you have or the, or the, um, the profit you create. Let's face it, everyone wants to spend more time on the golf course. <laughs> right, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, and when you're talking systemization, are you and and going back to uh, individuals' roles? Do, do you mean going to the extent of actually documenting what that role is and what it entails, and and having a system within that role? Yeah, look, I, I think you know any 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 employee needs to have obviously the user which is an employment contract and a job description so it's easy for them to understand their role they need to be in, inducted into the company and then they need to have re regular consultation so they understand uh, you know what's expected of them how they how they're tracking mm -hmm. just a two-way conversation really which which generates that real ethos in the business that people appreciate it people are, are, are trained and 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 um and they can move forward and reach their own goals. But, but what, what we used to do and what we advise is to have some kind of key, key performance indicators for the staff. And that can be something you just check in every, every few months or every six months, depending on the size of business and, and how many staff you have. And, and just score and just have, a two, again, a two-way communication. Have something in, in their role that's measurable and something that you know, helps them achieve what they want to achieve and, and, and delivers the, the correct solution for the business also. Mm. Exactly. And you, you touched on KPIs there, Martin. Um, for those that know what KPIs are, and typically someone who's coming up with a review sort of shudders and rolls their eyes and goes, oh, no, what do I do now? Um, how important are KPIs to, uh, to businesses? Can you explain, sort of unpack what, what they are, the, maybe the benefit of them? Yeah, sure. So... A KPI is often misunderstood or somebody might think it's for a large business or it's some fancy term, but it's really quite simple. So KPI obviously stands for Key Performance Indicator, and it needs to be something that's measurable in the, sorry, there's a, there's a process we, a terminology we use, which is a SMART principle for a KPI, and that, that the SMART stands for specific, so it needs to be have an item that is, is, is specific, so everybody knows what it is, basically it's easy to understand. It's measurable, so you can, you can measure whether it's a financial thing or it's, it's, it's something that can, you can actually measure. Uh, also, it's achievable um, and it's relevant to the business. Uh, and finally, you need to set a time frame for a KPI, so it could be monthly, it might be something you, you track in your, you know, in your tracking your business, you might be uh, tracking the number of quotes you do that month and yep. refers. So you might track every month. You might say, we, we need to do 20 quotes this month. Mm. So obviously that meets all that criteria. It's measurable and uh, achievable and, um, and there's a set time frame to achieve it. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So that acronym again was SMART, smart. S, S for? 
That's, that's what's smart. <laughs> yeah. uh, very good. Good advice there, indeed. Um, and uh, obviously, being relatively uh, new-ish sort of company, but um, can you share with us uh, perhaps um, something that you sort of uh, felt chuffed about, like a good news story that, that comes to mind that uh, perhaps taken a business out of a potentially a hole and, and they can give them an aha moment? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, look, one of the ones that comes to mind was really one of the first people to contact us was a, a bricklaying company and they were losing money. Um, I, I got them to get me to understand the zero account. I got login, I, I drilled down, and it was really simply that they just weren't charging enough for their service. Um, so found a few expenses I asked them to cut out and they cut them out. They did exactly what I said with the quoting side of it. They actually were based in the northern beaches of Sydney. Um, and I said, look, you've got to understand your clientele there. Your clientele in the northern suburbs of Sydney want you to help them out. They're not as concerned about the cost as what you might think they are. Good. So if you have a good rapport with them, don't charge your normal rate. Charge a little bit more because they're probably going to expect a little bit more. And then they did that. And so... In, in four months, I think when I did that was uh, December or January, um, just gone. And they've, uh, they contacted me the other day and said they've got $60,000 in the bank and they've made $60,000. So they've gone from losing money to making $60,000 in four wow. months. And they're really small business. Like it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, so that was a good one. Um, and then we had another contractor in Sydney that was losing money again, but they were ready to shut the doors drilled into their accounts. This is after, you know, they've been through three buses um, and found that they were just entering things wrong into their accounts. They weren't actually losing money. They were, they were breaking even. They still need improvement, but yeah. uh, took some of the expenses out that they've doubled up on and, and, you know, and turned it around and got them to the point now where they're, they're you know, it's a bit bigger business this one, so it's going to take a little bit longer, but uh, they're now breaking even and, and making profit sort of just on that verge every month. So there are a couple of stories that we, we can um, sort of say that sort of would help them out, yeah. Great stuff. That's good, yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Fantastic service that you guys uh, offer. And um, uh, for those who need to get in touch with you, uh, fellows, how do they do that? Uh, the best way is through the website, so tradeadvisorygroup.com.au. Um, there's a phone number, uh, contact um page there to, to contact us for a way and um, yeah. Brilliant. You'll, no have, you'll have people flooding in the door now. <laughs> <laughs> All three That'd of them. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. Thanks, guys. Uh, look, so if you're happy to stick around for the next bit, we're going to jump into the fun bit now. Is that all right with you? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds all good. Right. Okay. All right. Here we go, Brad. All right, Brad. So here we go. Now we are getting the fun seat, fun segment again. Fun season. Now we would normally do hot shots. Yep. Uh, but last the, year when the, we did our episode with uh, Tim Hildebrand, mm. we got some nice feedback about bringing the old keep it cool in the hot seat back again. Yeah. So, so you know what? Here it is. If that's what the people want, that's what they shall get. Yes. And we're going to do keep it cool in the hot seat, guys. So. Um, 
We are joined by the, the gentleman at uh, the Trade Advisory Group, Robert Wolf and Martin Howlett. Thanks again, guys, for coming on today. Been very good sports. Thanks, and, um, Thanks guys. We're about to rip into this uh, Kimberly Call in the hot seat. So, Brad, if you are ready to hit the button, I'm we shall hit the button get right started. Now. All right. Robert, we'll start with you. If you were to write an autobiography, what would the title be? Hard work. Nice. Martin, if you uh, could be a superhero, who would that be, please? Superman. Uh, Robert, if a song described your work ethic, what would the song be? It's getting all the hard ones. Undercover. <laughs> uh, Martin, if you could sit with one celebrity or famous person for a chat, who would that be? Oh, that's a good one. Um... Angelina Jolie. Very nice. Very nice. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't look it out. Um, Robert, when you go on vacation, what's the first thing you pack? Togs. Uh, <laughs> Four shorts. Four shorts. Okay. Uh, Martin, if Hollywood made a movie about your life, who would you like to play the lead role? Oof. Robert De Niro. You talking That's to me? <laughs> uh, Robert, if you had to choose one meal for the rest of your life, what would that be? Goody Polonaise. Stable one. Um, and Martin, <laughs> using a scale of one to ten, please rate yourself on your weirdness. I guess ten is not very weird, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say ten. Yeah, what was that? Number three. Number three, three. okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Robert, describe yourself in three words. Um, painful, hard worker, and uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's an undercover, hardworking, board short wearing <laughs> person. <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> Spaghetti. <here. laughs> um, uh, I'm not going to get any customers after this, am I? <laughs> Martin, if you had a time machine, where's the first place you would go? Oh, back in the Western time, I'd say. Might be a cowboy, but in a previous life, never. A <laughs> gunslinger? Yeah. Um, and a straight shooter, we'll say. How's that? That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Robert, um, name one thing everyone looks weird doing. Dancing. Pretty cool. On the table. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, have you ever had a sick day when you weren't really sick? Yeah. <laughs> Probably yes, in a former life, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert, your favourite swear word? I don't think I can say that here. I say it too often anyway. Starts with an F. Okay. <laughs> Ends in arc. <laughs> fire truck. This is, this is fire truck. And Martin, your porn star name, please. Oh my god! Porn star name. How do you do that again? First, uh, first pet, first street. And it could be your uh, colour of your undies and the last thing you ate. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, it's got <laughs> knock <right> there. Oh, <laughs> don't listen to Brad. Okay, we'll go there. Black for long. 
Robert, that's a good one. Robert, I want to ask the same question of you, please. What's yours? Um, I'll do, was it middle name and street? Was that it? Or? That'll do. Yeah. Peter Neptune. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, very good. So, guys, nice. look, uh, thank you for being good sports and being a part of that. It's always a bit of, bit of fun at the end there. So, um, <laughs> Now to you got for, through it. Yeah, for uh, anyone who needs to get in touch with you guys again, please, if you could just tell us your website address. So that's uh, tradeadvisorygroup.com.au. Terrific. And we'll put a link in our show notes you, as we do. You guys on Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Yep. All the socials. All yeah. the socials, yeah. Very good. Brilliant. Thanks again, awesome. guys. And, um, and we would like to thank everyone uh, for listening today, stopping by and having a Checking out episode 41. Today. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we will, uh, well, where do people find us? I suppose we could tell them that. Uh, the, our website, which is? Which is the airconditioningpodcast.com.au. No, no, at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, right? No, no, oh, See, I, I stuff it up every time. <laughs> Twitter. That's why I asked Twitter, yeah. Twitter, Insta, and, and Facebook, LinkedIn. Anyway, all, all those, all, all those, all those. I'll let you off the hook. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, but until the next episode, guys. See you, Rhonda. That's all for this episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast. Be sure to stop by at airconditioningpodcast.com to connect with us, as well as on Facebook and Twitter, and join in the conversation. Until next time, stay tuned, stay positive, and stay cool.